Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Good evening and welcome to the PV podcast with myself, Corey Cochran, Sean Sullivan and Mike McCarthy. So Mike, we'll go to the intermediate final there first and the first of the double for Kiladangan, but this is where we started to come off from the start. So how, what went wrong with them there? Yeah, not the, not the double that they wanted um, the weekend. Uh, yeah, the game, I suppose they started off on the wrong foot and the game was changed from, um, from wherever it was on, I can't remember, to Banja anyway. And, um, Littleton originally, yeah. Little, Littleton, that's right. Yeah. Littleton to, to Bancha. I think uh, they were consulted about it and they said they'd come down. I think they, they probably just wanted to get the game played. They didn't want to drag it on for another week. Um, but they came down and, in fairness to Bancha, the, the field was in, in, in great nick and held up well for the game for them. Yeah, the Tracys got off to a great start. They were playing into the wind and they had one tree on the board before um, before Kildangan could get going. Um, but then when they did, they, got, they scored, they rattled off 1-7. And Derry Egan got a, a, a fortuitous goal, I suppose, from, from long range. And it, it hit a, came down off a, off a cornerback's hand and, and into the back of the net. He, he was unlucky a couple of minutes before it. Shane Stapleton went to control him and nearly went in behind him. So, But um, Egan then brought up two cracking saves, uh, one from Stevie Kerr, one from Derek Hindy, one after another. Um, and and you thought at that stage that Kiladangan were, were going to to drive on they were they were pointing or two up at half time but with the wind that was there you said it probably wasn't enough and um, now straight away after in the second half Hikiri had a goal a great goal for for the Tracys and it looked like they'd drive on and um, but Kiladang and Storm back into it another long range goal from Egan who finished up with 2-2 uh, Brian Malachi had five points in total four from threes and um, 
But uh, the, this, the winning of the game came on 28 minutes of the second half. And uh, Paddy Deegan had a point, had a, a free for a point, which would have levelled it. And he missed it. And Chris Deegan got a, got a, a hurley to it and into the back of the net. Um, now, whether he was in the square or not, it's irrelevant now. But it certainly looked like it for me. <laughs> and... Uh, um, but like, and that wasn't the only umpiring error or, or error of judgment for um, of the day. There was about five of them. Lads. It was, it was <laughs> um, the the referee. In fairness to him, he, he I thought he he did very well and kept the game moving. And um, with the, with the way the conditions were, he didn't. Uh, if if there was any time thing of a rock there, he he blew the whistle straight away. Moved the ball out and got got it going again. They, you know, they weren't digging up the field, but geez, his umpire let him down badly. I mean, there was two in the first half that they didn't know whether they were over the bar or not. There was two in the second half, and um, one where the, the they waved it wide, and the um, the linesman put up his flag and called the ref, and he said that was over the bar. You could see him saying it, Jesus and when Christ. the ref went into the umpires, yeah, they they were they were determined that it was wide. And um, then you had the, the square ball incident. Um, now the referee gave that he gave the goal. He, I think he went into the umpires again. Now I, I don't know what they told him, but the goal stood and straight off the puck out, Johnny Rogers won the ball and he put it back in. And the umpire at, at the the near side here to to the stand waved it wide, and, and the ref was out in the middle of the field and put his hand up in the air and you could just see him saying, "Put up!" Like, <laughs> it, was, it was over nice. the bear, you know. And, um, now. Like Darry Egan was going mental over the over the um, the square ball, like, and you couldn't blame him because it did look fairly dodgy, and I know the traces probably won't like to hear that, like that, that probably was the winning. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm sure they're not, but I mean, it, it probably it probably was the winning of the game, and and Kildangan probably dropped their heads after that, and traces ran out five point wins after that. They they just really got on top, but. As a game, it was, I suppose, under the conditions, it, it was a good game. Um, Paddy Deegan for the traces in the middle field of X uh, scored 1-2. One, one, uh, the goal in the first half bounced in front of uh, Egan. And he seemed to hug the, the right-hand sideline in both, in both um, halves and, and got great, um, got great, great joy there. Um, on, on a Kildangan, from a Kildangan point of view, um, Egan was outstanding. Um, if you were to come into the game not knowing who would say as a as a neutral not knowing the tip set up, you'd have said this man is surely playing with the county because for me he was the second best goalkeeper on show over the weekend that I saw. I didn't see the the, the Bracken Scully Cross game, but um, which would mean he was the best goalkeeper in, in, in Kildangan over the weekend, you know. So, but he he was outstanding. He scored he scored two two and he kept him in with those two stops in the first half. But overall, a fairly a, a decent game. I would say Tracy's were worthy winners. Yeah, very good. Yeah, but um, it's funny enough, the whole umpire thing seems to be cropping up nearly every week now. There's always something, and something that wasn't really that prominent before, you know. But um, even going back to a month ago with the tomb and um, that was a game. In that was in that was convinced that uh, that uh, the other point was um, was it disallowed and didn't get it or was supposed to be disallowed or something like that you know and yeah. week in week out it happens like and geez it should, that be big an issue really you know I mean it's not it's it's, it's a very straightforward you would mind if it was Jesus up in the sky 
and it, it a swirling win. Like, but these are they seem to be very very straightforward decisions. They just can't get right. Yeah, I don't know. There was there was one in the first half, and I think it was Vegan that hit it, and he was he was going down the right side touchline, and he hit it. And it wasn't a hard shot. It kind of locked it in, and it was going across the face of the goal. And the umpire, he just did not know whether it had gone inside the post or outside the post. No, he didn't. He, you can nearly see him shrugging his shoulders to the referee. But, you know, it was uh, it, it was terrible. It was thinking you know, uh, about his dinner. Yeah, because um, I, I I knew one I knew one of the umpires, and I met him at half time and said, "Jesus, uh, what side are you at?" And he was like, "Oh, not the side that's making." Mistakes, but your signs are on to the second half. He was the one. <laughs> 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 He's fucking uh, So, um, which uh, I, I mean, that, that was probably the biggest letdown of, of the game. And um, you know, was was the was the umpire because the referee, in fairness, him did very well. at Paul Guyan and I think it's his name. Yeah. Good old win for Trace, though. Like, it's good to see him come back up. And over the years, intermediate, they've always been there, there, about like at the business end. They give many teams good battles, and so yeah, like them, you know, it was deserved and no one begrudging to be honest either. So, you know, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, there was it in 2016 they played um, the Sars in the semi final yeah. over in um, in, in Dundrum, and that was a cracking yeah. game of Harlan, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, yeah, man. There's again, there's nothing between that, and we got lucky in to find that year again. And like, yeah, we're always assistance then, trace the one team, self's mind, there's a few teams there that are always. They'll get their break. From yeah, the but Trace has got this through, you know? But it just—I suppose it goes to show. Like I, I thought at that stage, you now they had lost their 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 chance. And I mean, I'd say if you put the fifteen against the fifteen, you'd say the fifteen from twenty nineteen against the fifteen from twenty sixteen. You'd say the twenty sixteen team was better. Mm. That they had better hurlers. Like, but they had a young guy, uh, Stevie Carr. He's eighteen or nineteen. I think he, they put him out as a third midfielder and he hit the world of the ball and um, he did a, a fierce job from a, a fella that you. Might he wouldn't be a well-known name, but um, so I would have picked out Jody Rogers as a huge name for them last week. And he didn't really get into the game. Now he was well marked by, by Kim Langley. He didn't really get into the game at all. Um, and, and like Paddy Carey, as usual, was was, was very good. Scored one six. Um, but, but for me, Deegan was in the middle of the field. He, he he made them tick. I mean, even more so than Johnny Rogers. And um, work. Klang maybe like lacking a bit of strength and depth. Klang maybe no, because they were so tight all year, using only the minimum players of both senior and intermediate. Had the ant off the bench that came in right in there, Mike Brown. Yeah, they they brought in the same the same couple that they brought in yeah. the same that they brought in last week. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to know. Like, I'm sure it was great to have two teams in mm. in, in finals, but I, I know hindsight is twenty twenty, and we probably touch on the senior game, but. Maybe they might have been better off just going hell for leather for for one night instead of instead of trying to trying to win the two. And I suppose that's easier said than done when you've a an intermediate management team that are probably busting to keep their lads and wanting to win it. You know, so I, I know it's it easy now to say it, but I think hmm. going forward, I I like with the, the Seamus Reen, I, I know the Sars probably struggled a little bit with yeah. this year, and um, I'd say Kildangan will will learn a lot from from the way the year. Ended, hmm. uh, going into next year. It's hard to balance like two teams. Like they plan two teams. Like they maybe had two different types of meeting Friday night. Like it's kind of for a big weekend in the parish. Like it was we saw the possible even we did it a couple years there and we're in the stadium playing two games. Wrong. 
first team lost and it's just that would shift then to attitude then for the seniors you know it's kind of when it started even leaving you know Klang's heads were down and they're trying rising again for Sunday and a lot of them are togging out on the bench again yeah they, Sunday, you know? yeah that's it sorry yeah they would have been very down Saturday evening whereas any team with a, with a county final the following day would be just focused on one game and one game only the whole thing and all of a sudden it's like she's like, like they were they were on um, featured something like Buzz.ie in the journal a lot of places had a big stories about their right a small club and how strong they were I'm like geez, like all of a sudden there was a lot of focus on an even on an intermediate team you know which wouldn't be on any team at all and they went from that on Friday to being really down on Saturday night and um it's kind of a situation you wouldn't find yourself in going to a county final, you know. You'd always be hyper, hyped up, ready to go, mad for action. But then the doubts started slipping in. That, geez, like, you know, are we, are we, we're not that good, you know. We were going for a double, now we're hanging on to win one. So, it's, I don't know, would it have a huge effect? But I would imagine it certainly would take a shine off a Saturday night anyway, beforehand. Yeah, I suppose it definitely wasn't ideal uh, preparation going into Sunday. And I'm sure if there was legs, maybe that were... Saying fuck it, there's a Dan, you know, a Dan Breen final the following day, and maybe I should be on the senior team, and I'm being left on the immediate team, and then I suppose that that grows then when you lose, like you know, maybe if they'd have won, it would have been a difference in the competition. But um, it certainly didn't help, obviously, Sunday when they lost on Saturday. Yeah. Did do any of you know anything about Billy Sagard in Waterford? They're playing them in the semi final now. On is it in oh. Garvin? On it's in Dun- Dungarvan half one on Sunday, I think. Sunday, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the other semi finals here in Middleton, not for shame. If it's going to be around, that would have been a local one for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I know. And are they first time winners? Or are, they, are, they, are they down or up? Or basically, are they on the beer as well? Really, is the, is the question. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know too much about them now, but I know the three Bennett's, the three Bennett's play for them. Um, and, and I'd say Pat Bennett, their, their father, who, who has coached that in Cullen there uh, over the years, and he was involved with Rory and Limerick. He, he's an excellent coach, and he was with Wexford and Davy when Davy was in, in Watford. He, he, he rates him very highly, so I'd imagine he's involved with them as well. So I'd say he'd be a well yeah outfit. Um, yeah, so whether like, so look, the, the Tracy's probably celebrated hard, but I know they were back training last night. Like, so uh, hopefully they, they, they have a good rattle up. That was probably a big result for Belly Sagard against Causeway. Um, like the Kerry Senior Champions are, um, like the Kerry Senior Champions beat Cashel last year, and, and um, you'd imagine that they would be strong at this level. Um, but, they would, yeah. Like I suppose which traces got in, they're pretty much the third here in Tip for second here in Waterford. So that's, that's yeah, going to be tough. Suppose, yeah, they're, they're what team team twenty nine is it? Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, or, or team thirty-one of, uh, in, yeah. in tip, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so going in against, well, I suppose we would have been carried number one team, and, and what is the Watford's ninth or tenth team or something? So. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, yeah. so. But as someone said these are us to bone. It's kind of rounds, isn't it? Because like if someone said, "Performing, who remembers who wins intermediate monsters or any club games in monster not that?" Like no one knows down the grades. Don't you remember? You know, it's kind of. After getting the county titles, what they want to go off there and have a crack yeah. at, you know? Be cracked, like yeah, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. They won't be, they won't yeah. be crying to the beer next next Sunday night no, if they lose, you know? Yeah, no, but Dave. but then if you remember a couple of years ago, was it mine that didn't get to play and didn't be the championship? And they were wicked over that. And I, I suppose when you get the chance to to represent Tiffany, yeah. 
it was, I know the Tracys would have considered a huge honour anyway, even if they hadn't won the weekend. You know, obviously, it's a lot probably better when you're going in as the champions. But uh, it, it is a great honour for a club to, to represent their county. Um, I mean, it's probably something that they won't get to do maybe for a while either, you know. No. But um, that, in the other semi-final lane, for, it's Father O'Neill's and uh, Broadford and Taylor. But Father O'Neill's now, again, they're, they're right beside us down here. And... Um, Geez, they went some like 15 finals, 15 East Cork finals lost in a row. Never won one between uh, Junior yeah. A football and Junior A hurling. Then they won the double one year hurling and football, and they went on and won the All Ireland. And now they're gone intermediate. So the whole, that whole run to, to, the, to Croke Berk win the All Ireland, it gave the club a huge, huge boost, you know. And they went from, geez, has been pretty much nobody in hurling. 15 years ago, and there will be a strong senior team now next year, you know, so there is, there is, a, there is a, lot, a, a lot of merit for the club. They mightn't rate it in terms of, compared to a county, but in terms of young lads coming up, go to Cole Park and, and winning all Ireland, it just gets the whole buzz going again. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. If the trace can get run at this, Jay, they could do that in front there, you know, that's the thing yeah. I like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It should be in, in Devons as well, if they can do something similar too, you know, I mean, Jesus, yeah. it could be just a shot in the arm, that you know. Bigger, yeah. bigger than a swan by in, in five years. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Hope, please, God. <laughs> People are in doubt with this team. We knew exactly what we had in this team in this dressing room in 2016. Everyone doubted us from the start of the year. We proved our doubt were drawn tonight. We're champions of fucking Ireland! <laughs> right. Uh, to the senior there. So, again, Jesus Kildegan, um... I wouldn't go so far as to say they left it behind there, but you know, Jesus, it seemed nothing, nothing went right for him, you know, whether the weather didn't suit their tactics, but he just seemed dead and kind of out of out of ideas once the ball passed the 65-yard line. It's kind of what we said though the week before in the podcast, that if Borisley can hold Kerang and stop their game plan, break it down and keep and score, like limited goals and points, and that's exactly what's done. You know, Borisley... We're ruthless down there, the chance then that any of these that's but that's short first, passing Kilangan didn't couldn't get it going. No, it was the they were short passing for the sake of short passing. I I, I felt myself anyway, you know, that a lot of the time they kind of felt they were playing a, a pass short passing game, even though they had loads of time to clear it, look up, pick a guy, or even take a shot, they were still looking for the, the nearby short pass all the time. So it was like the short pass was the be all end all as opposed to a, a means to an end. They end up in a worse position sometimes passing the ball. I, they were, I Definitely. believe one time they were passing the ball out of the way. Like, it was made no sense. They no. were. They were led, led in a good position now and he looked up and uh, found a man with, with somebody on him. You know, like The guy who got the ball had less space than the fellow giving the ball. It's just, I don't know, it's just, some lads say the weather didn't suit him. But, but, then, but, but Boris Lee, geez, that was there. They larded and they they were not letting that slip no way like, no they smelled blood early on and like Vanny straight away with the actual going straight for goals the points worked the mission for you alone like his goal and he turned three lads in the noose and that was something else to turn pace and he missed the first strike but yeah the, the cleverness to get back onto the follow up rebound stick, you know which you didn't look back from there to be honest it is but it's funny you know, talking about uh, the way things break I mean like he missed the first one and then the straight to him and he buried it whereas Billy Seamers yeah. won the first half Clipped the goalkeeper, clipped the crossbar, clipped the post, and came out. You know, I mean, like how how unlucky was he? I thought that could hit the, yeah. and I thought I hit the back sanction from where I was. I was like, geez, that could hit the back sanction. I don't think out, it did. No, no. so it, it did. 
hidden by Son Teddy Boy looked like I was like, Jesus. No, how it didn't win. That and then it would have been a different game. It could have been ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, it could it could it could have been the very same as the tip the tip curl to anyone, you know, an early goal and as it's like all their worst fears realised after two minutes, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, it was disappointing, I suppose. It's just fine day for Seymour. I mean, but if he, it's similar to the under twenty one game, if he had a very that first goal, um, it could have made his day all whole by different. Yeah. It, yeah, he ended up with with no score and three wides for his day's work and uh, and one off the post. But I mean, credit to James McCormack, just he came out and and ready to move and got and just got his fair touch or to. to who who got man the match? Did, did um JD got man the match? Yeah, I th- I, th- I thought McCormick as well was doing a shout like I mean between that now and saving the penalty as well, you know there were two two big saves. That was a six pointer straight. Yeah, away. absolutely. He he had a great game, and I I I, I, I worked with him. And I met him there today, you know, and they're getting ready for Munster as well. But Jizzy, I just said to him. They were cracking saves, and he just said, "Look, I, I just took out the hurley and I got the touch. The, the end of the hurley touched it onto the post. Like, um, I, I thought he had a cracking game. Now, I mean, his puck outs, his long puck outs were good, and, and his short puck outs whenever they did, which was rare enough when they did, but they were on point as well. And uh, yeah, yeah, he had, a, he had a cracking game. Yeah, his long puck outs actually were. I thought they were very good. He was hitting lads in the sideline, and they're working from it. They're bypassing maybe a lot of Kalanga stronger players by the puck outs there from McCormick, which you know because. Look back at him as a whole, and he's with the birds three backs and the keeper, they stood up to everything. There were bodies on the line, they were throwing themselves at the walls. You know what it is? But I think, yeah, as, as well, Sean, though, the way, the way Killegan slowed down the ball uh, coming out, they gave Burris every chance to get back and, and get around him. You know, like if you have a yeah. swarm in defense, the best way to get around it is hit the ball long, hit it fast. But they slowed everything down so much, and they gave Burris every single chance he needed to try and get the tackles in. Yeah, absolutely, and and um, like we we had said last week about Paddy Stapleton and maybe that Kildangan full forward line would um would cause some trouble, but Jesus, by slowing the ball down and give the the, the whole full back line for for Boris to be to be on their toes, and Paddy Stapleton was immense again uh, there for yeah. full back line, um, and then you have you have uh, Brendan and Sean McCormack who are, who are big strong men and good tacklers, and then they dropped Pierre Meher back at the as a sweeper who did, who did a great job and I suppose for, for me the Boris Ali line were, were so much sharper than, than the Kildangan line and, yeah. and when, when Kier Meher <laughs> I think he was probably lucky that he didn't get a red card I mean he had a high tackle he, had, he got a yellow card in the first half and he had a high tackle there in the second half and I suppose if he hadn't the first yellow card I'd say Fergal would have definitely given him a, a yellow for yeah, that yeah he didn't tackle. get booked for it yeah it was and yeah no and the Kazang Sino can animate there as well. Yeah. I ran in and said, you know, it was more to the chest and neck. It was kind of, it was a yellow card on here, but he's on the yellow, so it's a dodgy area, as you say. Yeah, but, 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 would have been gone. but straight away, Boris Lee swapped him, him back up the field and put Brendan in as the as yeah. sweeper. Like they weren't yeah, going to take any, any chances. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even Liam Ryan for Boris Lee said the goal line clearance well. He dropped back. There were lads coming across the line. Well, they off the line, you know, yeah, they were, and everyone that could drop back and they got in position. Then, when they launched tax, they were scoring at the other end, they were going forward with presence, you know, getting something over Yeah, like Dan, Dan McCormick had a, had a great game as well, and, and he, hit, he hit the world of ball, but he, like he was clearing ball out of his own 21, and then he was above him on 
on the Kildangan 21, he was putting in tackles to stop the ball going back out. He, like, he really showed his 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 um, his capabilities from from being inside the two. Yeah. yeah, more so than the semi final. Kildangan, be kind of very disappointing. It's like Torn on one twelve is probably the lowest. They have to score most of the year, like you know, when look at the score, like one twelve, one fifteen. They couldn't get going on the board. That was the problem. Even when the early going second half, I thought they were going to rally, but they couldn't. Yeah, I suppose the, the goals or the, the lack of goals. I mean, they really see more that shot in the first couple of minutes. Yeah. Very Hawkins penalty been saved. The, the yeah. one that Tommy Ryan scooped off the line from Ty Gallagher, which yeah, Tommy Ryan. Ty, yeah, sorry, what's hard? Name Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd say Tiger if you have nightmares about that like that yeah. was going over the line like he scoops it away out like they were probably three that they should have got mm. uh, they should have been getting one two yeah. money yeah. like you know the pen- penalty should be scored I know it's a great save of a but you can't miss the it bounced it bounced in the arena we saw one saved as well yeah with soft ground and he bounced it yeah. like you know I mean, yeah. and that was new fresh grass it was been him. look Killed the ball, didn't it? It did, yeah. He, soft, he, you know? he gave him every chance, you know. It was a real summer penalty he took, you know. Yeah, and like we said last week about the about the, the free taking, and um, like when you look at Killadeng, Barry Hogan misses the, the, the penalty. Yeah. He also had two frees that he put wide. Now they were long range, but they, they went wide, and Willie Connors put two wide. Willie missed a very important. And then he had the one off the sideline, remember where he he, he, he failed to pick it. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah. Like that that was scorable as well. But the the, op- the opposite of that then is Force Lee. Um, Kevin Meher, he had three from three and he stood over the fourth one and he actually missed it and it was a poor one. But straight away the next free that Force Lee got Brynn was yeah. on. You know, they, they were not leaving anything to chance. It was no. like you missed it, I'm taking this, I I'm gonna point it, you know, and that, mm. that um I think that was the difference, you know, in, in over the course of the, the sixty-five minutes or whatever it was played. Yeah, like and like Langan held, held like Conor Kenny scoreless well, like they probably done under work on him, but yes, didn't factor in other kind of forwards that might have had a day. Maybe overlooked like Stevanny then, and Jerry Kelly had right game as well. You know, kind of looking at the one man who dominated semi-final. Yeah, we said, absolutely. No. I mean, what he got seven points in the semi-final, he got no score. Yeah, score. No score. Yeah. 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 Um, but like Devaney, who got what one point. The last day, I think Jerry Kelly won. Yeah, they stick they crop up with one seven between yeah. them. Yeah, so you know, yeah. it worked in kind of words his favor. Looking at one man, and the new puck was going to Conor Kenny, but end up breaking the far side. The other boys run him instead. You know, yeah, and that was uh, it's that work rate that they're that they're um, they're in on the break of, of Conor Kenny because it's telegraph. Their puck out, their long puck out goes down on Conor Kenny because Niall was inside the full forward line. Yeah. but but they were they were so quick, and I think Sean, you said it last week. About and Jerry Kelly and, and how um, how physical he is and you could see that around the breaking ball yeah, um, and uh, Killian subs like you know like Hayes came on at half time I thought he'd make a bigger impact than he did but again he couldn't get run the ball he couldn't get the ball in his hand and go to goals as much as he wanted last day yeah he yeah, he, couldn't make the same impact yeah, yeah, he, he did make one good run down through the middle again but again I, I go back to the trying to win the two games and I, if Sean Hayes was from Barcelona, I think he would have been starting. Like, yeah. Just looking at the yeah. Langan team, uh, Sean Hayes needed to be on it. I, I think they were over. I said it last week. They were overrunning. They were overrunning um, yeah. at the weekend. And Willie Connors needed. That was what changed the game against Nina for the thing Was Willie Connors going to the middle of the field and Hayes coming on? And like they brought on them, um, they brought on Brian Malachy with ten minutes to go. I mean, that to me says that he he was there ready to start with the kick. For the for the yeah, media, yeah. 
and and like surely when they look back at it, they'll say, "Fuck it, we should have gone hell for leather to win the to win the the Dan Green. The intermediate is like I I think next year there's 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 relegation back into James Arena. I think Kildare will have looked at it and they'll say there's only one team in this club that that yeah, we want to win. And yeah, you know it's probably their most disappointing performance years. Cork is saying they're not a pocket. Trying everything right all along. They're winning all the games, showing no mercy, putting no big scores, and then final stage came. Saturday season, basically. You know, they were disappointing themselves after it, and like the only team on beating the county up until the county final. It's very know. hard, very hard, Sean. I think if you're winning all along, that um, when you do get into a situation where you're fighting and you're struggling, you don't know what to do because you haven't been there before. Mm. You, it's the old thing. You, you you learn nothing from winning games, you know. Whereas Burst Lee yeah. do for North Final what he had to do and change around to, to, to win it, you know. And sure before you know it, game is over and done done and dusted, you know. Yeah, and actually it annoyed me uh, I suppose the the coverage of the game afterwards about how they were saying about Boris Lee and they adapted to the tactics to the to the to conditions more. I, I've seen Boris Lee a few times. They're playing this game plan from the very start of the year. It's not this wasn't anything new. It, they played this against Clonoti in the first round of the championship, and um, and uh, I think some of the some of the the coverage of the game uh, it showed that, that that this was their first time watching watching yeah. the new teams. You, you know, know, of course, they're going to be a super sweeper, and like when they married the arm puck ball, like you see, you see, I'm cover land, but then when they go far, they score like. Yeah, that's that's why we have a put the the PV podcast lads to get to get to the heart of the issues. The winter old making up stuff by this is the, this is the place to be to get the facts. Yeah, that's why we're, we're we're now the number one temporary uh, hurling GEA podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, well, uh, oh, we'll see one thing. Oh yeah, just on Billy Seymour, is he lacking confidence? Would you think? He tends in games where he gets a bad start, he doesn't push on. And if he starts off well, geez, he goes to town. He's a bit like, you know, yeah, shame his early years, whereas head drops yeah. very, very easily if things are going his way. Yeah, if you, ta- if you take four games, uh, the Munster final and All-Ireland final as, as an under-20, uh, like he had a terrible Munster final, couldn't, couldn't score for love, no money. And then he hits the first one in the All-Ireland final and he goes to yeah. town. Uh, it, in the semi-final and final of the, the county <laughs> championship, it, it didn't score. Um, you know, it's a it's a terrible return for for a player. Well, it's twenty years to be twenty one next year, and with that with that much potential, Kildangan um, just didn't get the most out of him when they needed. Him. And is it uh, just the way they play him there, or is it him himself? Do you think? Yeah, maybe he needs to be more central. He was kind of. Full forward for the for the twenties. Um, maybe he needs that, that to be that focal point. Of yeah. Uh, but but like he, he probably just needs. Even I don't know whether he can take frees or not. But maybe if there was an easy free at the start of the game, he's the man to get because he get the confidence going for himself. Mm. Last thing with Kildangan, they probably had lads in the full forward Paul Flynn from well all year. They couldn't move him out of there. Like Paul Flynn was coming out getting ball. Maybe Billy see what if he's there. He would be down to 14 and if you felt 45, win the ball and turn like you don't for 20 miles, you know, on the fences and come at goals instead of coming from a corner across the field. No, yeah. it could be a tactical thing, but then it's hard to move like Paul Flynn out of there where he's playing well all year. 
to fit some legs in, you know. Yeah, I mean, what Paul Ginn's got one three in the in the semi final. He was never going to be yeah, good. Yeah. But like Seymour still ended up as the top scorer in the in, from play in the Danbury Championship and, and didn't and failed to score in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if he did, like, what could what could be like? You know. You look yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, I like Kildegan were just I just a Billy Seymour performance away from winning the county. I mean, if he clicked, they would have won it. I, I definitely, you know, he's. He's definitely good for one or two, one, two, one, three anyway, you know. But whatever it was. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, the Benny comes up with one four, and I suppose it's not out of nowhere. But I mean, he he, he was well held in the semi final, but he showed it. He showed everything that that, that potential that he has in the other day and uh, scoring one four. Whereas Seymour didn't score the bottom or the two number fifteens. Like one is eighteen, one is twenty. You know. Um, and we're killing a bit guilty of saying, right, and after the semi-final, you know, he just said that like, he's an off day, he'll come good, as opposed to saying, well, right, what what happened here? We got we have to make sure that this doesn't happen again. But um, I don't know. Did, did he? I didn't obviously didn't see the semi-final, but did he play the same position, same tactics with him again? Can you remember? He was he was playing away in the corner, yeah, like, same thing, the, yeah. the, the same corner that he was playing in. Um, Kildeng and their their tactics as such didn't change from from the first half of the of the, the Nina game, um, where Nina were probably the better team and probably should have been more ahead. Like, and, um, it, it's just Kildeng got it right in se- in second half of that game, and I, I don't know why they didn't do that again. Um, like they made the same substitution, but it was ten minutes into the second half where they brought on Sean Hayes for for Johnny Horn in yeah. the middle of the field. Um, whereas they made that substitution at half time in the Nina game, uh, and, and that's what I was saying about the Borsali side, and were just that little bit sharper. Um, I, I thought on, on, on the day. Well, it's the kind of start Tipperary would have expected to make with the breeze behind them. Yeah, it's been very tight, a lot of hard tackling, and you know, intriguing really. Not, not not as stylish as you might have expected. No score from play so far, but uh, still very interesting. As Shane McGraw wins that huge one down towards Lark Corbett, he's got it. He scored a goal by Lark Corbett. Right, so onto the onto this um, the arena. So we're going to skip straight to the second half, skip straight to the last three. <laughs> but uh, seriously, the first half was dour enough, and it only got going in the second half. Sean. Yeah, the first half was dour. Just wet weather. Just takes for half points in there. Never got going, but second half then just. Holy Cross come out and they look like they're going to whitewash Brackens, but they could never pull away four or five points. They're probably dominating the game. Brackens are playing her running game off the shoulder, going through the middle, and they kept plucking the scoreboard over three or four points the whole time. And that was a fail, fail to see even in the no referee. It's all about the ref. But Holy Cross should be more up in the scoreboard, to be honest. It should be five, six, seven up. And yep. then last minute three, which was, was never. Like, it's. Shouldn't have happened, but looking back at it overall, it's referee's problem at the end, but he shouldn't even be in that position. He should have been outside. Oh, no. Mistake though, every every game though, yeah. that's a tight finish. For some reason, the, the yeah. final three seems to be more valued than all the other ones. I'm sure if they went through the whole thing, Breckens would have plenty to complain about. And there's always just 50 yeah, yeah, decisions, decisions every here game, and you know? there. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, you just can't the way just... it happened. Um, yeah. Got my yeah, two I mean, points. And then, Dinny Foran got flat, absolutely flat. Every other week to go against the free, and then he played on balls in a rock. 
he was 15 seconds over the minutes added on and then Holy Cross broke with the ball in the rock and we thought this would be the full time because Holy Cross had coming out of 21 with the ball blowing up didn't they lost the ball Brackens got the ball the man charged actually wasn't even a free even charged in 30 yard free in Fairbrother just ended up in the net riff blew it up it was yeah. the oddest weirdest thing you'd ever see like, there should have been three frees know. out and it should have been stopped anyway <laughs> Oh, and like even after Holy Cross that's even go to referee and it was weird no one even went to ref all on the ground like what the fuck just happened you know the way there's no one going around the ref you know he walked off on his own his players are all like how the hell did that happen you know it was just it was crazy crazy yeah, I, saw the, I saw the clip of the of, of the Fairbrother free and it looked very open in front of yeah the it was very open it was and I see I see he allowed all the players for either side. We are like a tunnel to go as basically. Invited a shot. I would have had the bus parked in front. I would have water wise, would have had as many as he could. But line, but line the ball goes like the way they were standing, they were blocking they, up the, the they're blocking the, the side from the guys behind them. So once it go past yeah. once when it past the first guy, it could have gone anywhere. You had a freaking bare split anyway. second to, to react in. But like from like, you they see could have lined it. You see how hard is a score from in penalties from the juniors line, so one on one. There's no way you should be scoring a goal from the distance. No, yeah. it's not last especially yeah. Ferrincombe had a good game, I believe, in goals. Very I, good, I, yeah. I missed it. Oh, um, but I heard that afterwards he had but I had a right game. He saved the penalty, one of the best saves he seen in all year, dived to the bottom right. It was a bullet now compared to the one in Hogan. This is a rasper like same side, but he got down for it. And he saved that. And he saved another strike near the end, which is the build-up to the free. Again, ball came in, saved it well, came out. But he was solid the whole game. And he probably thought, me as it goes, I was fine. I have a few bodies either side of me. Fairbrother's 30 yards out, 30-something yards out. I'll be able to handle this. And it just crept in. Bottom side, it was just strange. It was, it was just the oddest finish ever. Like, Bracken's, they probably, like, they tried a real running game, a football game off the shoulder running, but one thing with Bracken is they always give themselves a chance by only being a goal down. They're never out of sight. They kept yeah. looking on. They're scoring points. That's the thing. If you can stay hanging in, you might get a decision yeah. like this. Like all teams, we've got them over the years. We've got late decision, power workings too many years, like last minute of 21s of freeze. It happens. But if you give yourself the chance to be in there, you might get some bit of luck. I know it was... It's just reward, wasn't it? But still, you know, just if you're hanging in, you never know. And when it cups you won, give you a chance to stick it. 30 hour free, fair brother. One good thing he did all game, he stuck it in, and that was it, you know. Um, like in the start of the second half, caught barrels around midfield, he dominated, but then he kind of got caught up a bit, then he got lost, and again, kind of died in. Bracken got back into it. So it was a strange where they're playing him. They seem to have him out in a new stand lot, kind of on the sideline, but. Wasn't getting dominated as much as he should have been maybe in the centre. Yeah, speaking of Barrett, he had the right cut off the referee on um, yeah. on Twitter there. Like, what was it? Was it warranted? I know other than would say obviously the free at the end or the free that wasn't. But overall, would you have said that he he played well or he he refereed the game well or? He yeah, there was a few things. To be honest, there was one or two frees that maybe Molly Cross could. But got there's a point to there's a site there's two maybe dubious points. One that said one from New Stand, I would say someone said it was actually wide and it was wide, but Skane, he went from the OS 
Dan for Holy Cross and the bumpers made wide. I thought it was over behind me. It was a soft free to hold across there once. They'd kind of fell over near the old stand side in the middle of the second half. There a few. The conditions were tough. It was very greasy. So it was hard. It was hard to ref some of this soppy kind of, you know, the fouls falling over. But the free at the very end, it was right in front of me. It's just whatever happened, didn't want to blow it or whatever. And, and that's why I see players are ticked. But again, like tweets are said and they're probably on the air and stuff as you know they're really pissed yeah, off yeah. and stuff gets out but it was kind of what everyone saw in the stadium that was the word like you know that was not free you know it wasn't like and just when it happened like them freeze 19-100 the goalie can't be touched you know it can't even yeah. look at a guy nowadays but to be flattened and he saw the clip you know he was taken out but then like some saying the tweets are kind of not warranted for someone like him maybe but that's not a day for discussion uh, with social media uh, and all that kind of aspect. You but know? That, yeah, that, like you say, Sean, that's just he's a moment comment that, we, that everybody says. It just nowadays it happens to be a tweet as opposed to a saying off the top of the bear or something. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. You know, so yeah. I wouldn't. I, I think I think people read too much defeat. Like they, they see it like an official statement from the county board, but it's not. It's just. Yeah. It's just a little picture of one moment in time of off the top of a fellow's head, like you know, so. Yeah, yeah. People, people take these things way too seriously, you know. Fuck it, if he, if he wants to and piss off over... And what he's not seen running when they're young. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yeah. should be. And, and more importantly, clears the way of Templary next year. So that's most, probably the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just just moving on from the free, um, like, I think uh, huge credit to the Brackens club. I mean, um, Damon Corcoran has got in there as, as chairman of Dublin. Like, what a man to have as, as chairman of, uh, to, to show leadership. I mean, he did it with Tim for years. And, um, like, and as a club, I mean, there they are with, with Paddy Cadell, 20 years old, um, captain in their, their yeah. Shane Serene team. And, and he's captain in their football team this weekend as well. I mean, that, that just goes to show what, what type of a player Cadell is and how respected he is in the dressing room. Yeah. I mean, cr- cr- credit to Corcoran. I mean, like, him. And it's what forty-two. He's chairman of the club, and he is bringing them on seriously. Like, yeah, and he had him. He had him. That team, they could never. They're all hanging into the match. That was probably his mentality. That's whatever you do, give ourselves a chance. And they were, and like they Cadell in the middle. They probably play Cadell in a better role, and maybe what about Superman Barrett had him in the middle coming out ball offloading it. No, needn't from the pack there. Yeah, um, and then they always kept in it, and did a few tidy like they was young tight hurls around him as well, and they always gave themselves a chance. As Saying the football team probably helped as well in their end, they probably may have the legs in their end as well. That kind of helped them again from the football. And it's yeah. good, like in the start year, they've probably if they there was their goal, Brackens and Holy Cross, probably two teams would have fancy going up anyway. So they're obscene running and fully deserved to them, and they'd be a great addition. Like two then, they'll when most teams are right yeah, back. Line, absolutely, like, and know. and they're, they're, like just looking at the age profile of the team, I mean, like Shane Scully at thirty three is probably one of the is the older the old. Yeah. Team, the rest of them are yeah. like 18 to 24, 25. I mean, yeah. they, they, they could really drive on and and, and be a, a very good Dan Breen team. And they're all coming on. A lot of them are coming from the success to Hearty Cup. We more of the years. And the school hurling there has gone very strong. So, you know, it's building on the town. It's just for a town team like Brackens, where Wilton are for a while, just to see it back again. They like, need these in mid Tipperary. You need these towns have good, strong teams. Yeah. And what about um, Cadell? Do you see him uh, being a big player in blue and gold going forward? Yeah, but I, you don't know where you play him. Um, he's a player, 
if he gets into the game, like, I think it could be a wing back, then it could be midfield. Like, the thing is, looking out line, what kind of midfield seems to dish now the strength for tape. We kind of have Rawls, who's our midfielders, or, but the midfield dish nowadays is different anyway. They're not playing midfield, they're playing as a what, sweep or halfback yeah. kind of thing. So he'll get every chance on it. He'll be given every chance from shielding the boys. I know that's one thing for sure. Like, and the game I see him this year has been afraid to stand up and put his hand up, you know. Yeah. Because some county lads are kind of looking at the club games going, are they kind of showing it all at all or just kind of going through the motions? Yeah, and, no, but like that, that's what Tip needs, I suppose, next year is that, that there, there's lads now that put pressure on, on the 15 that, that were there. And, and I, I hope Cadell is one of them because I thought he was mighty for the 20s. And I'd love to yeah. see, him, see him make that step. Yeah, you know, he's spot on, yeah. And, yeah. Things of, and even the younger Holy Cross lads, a lot of young kids in the Holy Cross team that are going to be there as well, you know, like, like some Brian Amaro over here and these guys were sort of very impressive. That's the young Holy Cross team does, so yeah. that's what they Yeah, they're, they're, they actually relegated us back in 2014 and uh, I was delighted they lost the weekend. But <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. Move on. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, looking at their the profile, is it not of them like that, they, they, they seem to have the tools to to um, to come to be a good Dan Breen team as well. Like so, I mean, that that's the sixteen is becoming very strong. That at Dan Breen, mm-hmm. like I think the the next year, looking at the the group, the groups will be will be huge and um like the the, the three the number three seats will be the Sars and Church and Drum and and Clonoty. Like fucking, there's yeah, it, there's going to be serious groups there next year. Right? Yeah. This is crazy. There'll be some could be group, group, all groups today. It's the same goes. Yeah. Trust your soul, Ed. Life school. Oh, one, one quick one for you. For a lot of just, just unrelated. On, yeah. I just seen it in, um, just during the week, now Gilligan from Clare uh, retired. 23 years he hurled senior club. So many lads in tip now would have had that long. 23 years. Senior hurling. He won <sighs> an All-Ireland in his first year and he retired last week. That's some going on now. Tomb lads would have, no? Uh, I don't know. They were all the lads up and coming fairly fast, so... That's a long time. Jesus. Yeah. Ken, Ken Dunn, I'd say, Ken would give him definitely... as well, yeah. Yep. Um, Tom Costlow and Cap White, he, he hurled senior from 94 to 2014 and still hurling immediately with us. Like, so he's 25 years done on the first team. Um, I'm sure there's more around as well. David Kendi would hurl... For a more, he still heard. I know he's heard June now, but he heard seen up to two or three years ago. Oh, sure, he, he was in the goal. Age. He was in the goal from this. Oh, yeah, he's in the goals. Yeah, played yeah. junior Saturday year against. But he goes in. Ah, he would. He would same age profit like wouldn't he? Really, he, he would younger maybe. Yeah, Gilly's forty-three, I think, isn't he? Yeah, Gilly 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 forty-three as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's so, a few. Some yeah. going and Kenny's fit as fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Kenny keeps himself very well. I mean, he 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 let Evan out of the goals there, like up. Oh, Forwards and, and he came in and uh, he couldn't really be faulted for 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 the effort he gives a lot more. I mean, he's he's travelling up and down from Kildare as well. He's a great great club man. So that's it for this week. We'll be back next week just to see how our teams get on Munster, and we will be looking back on the All Star selection for 2019. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.